Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Welcome back to Indestructible Wealth. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about boredom. (laughs) I'm going to do things a little bit differently here. You know, we've seen Bitcoin trading sideways for uh, quite a few months now, and it's very easy to get bored with something when it's trading sideways, like sideways, meaning it's not moving up or down very much. And this is especially after, you know, it a big drop. It it dropped 50% and then it's been trading pretty sideways. So what I want to do today is give you some perspective on what it takes to really make an enormous amount of money from an idea. And part of that is uh, it's a little bit different than what you might traditionally think that I would say. You know, the path to profit is absolutely not a straight line. If anybody ever tells you that it's a straight line up, well, they're not going to tell you that because they know better than that. And so there's a price to pay to make an enormous amount of money from a single idea. And a lot of it involves dealing with volatility, you know, being able to stomach an asset class that goes up super fast and then comes down just as super fast as it went up, right? I mean, gut-wrenching. Another part that's not often discussed is dealing with boredom. And so what I'm going to do today is take you through an example of a stock that had a phenomenal move from 2012 to 2022, Tesla appreciated by about 200X. I mean, that's crazy, right? It's remarkable for a stock to move that much in a decade, going from $6 to a high as as high as $1,200. Crazy, right? Now, it was in the mid $40 per share and promptly collapsed right after before going up 30 times over the following two years. I mean, it had a staggering run. However, I'm sure there were many people that saw it immediately tank and probably sold it off right away, or they got bored during this period and they sold it and then they missed this epic run. So this is probably why it comes down to, and I don't know if this study is legit or real. I've seen it multiple times, but I don't I don't mean I don't 100% trust everything I read on the internet. I hope you don't either. But it said, you know, studied accounts, the people that had the most success in investing were people that were dead because they didn't do anything with their accounts, right? That's the the thing when you know you don't touch your accounts, you just let it roll regardless of whether it's trading sideways, you're bored or it's going up and down really fast. None of those things matter. Your emotions are out of the way and you know you're left to just buy great assets and hold them for long periods of time, which is the key to building wealth. I want to use Tesla as an example is that it's very similar to Bitcoin. When Tesla first came out, it was greeted with an enormous amount of skepticism. I mean, even after years of success, there was a huge skepticism about Tesla until one day everybody woke up and realized, wow, these guys are going to dominate the electric vehicle business. But more importantly, they're going to dominate the software for the EV business. And then you just get this explosive move up. And this is what we'll see during the next big rally in Bitcoin. Now, I wish I could give you the exact date when it's going to happen, but I have no idea and nobody does. You know, Another thing that I want to deal with in this episode is that it's more important to get the big move right than it is to figure out exactly when the big move is going to happen. 
figuring out the exact day that the big move is going to happen. It either happens through luck or inside information. I mean, that's it. Those are your two options. One's illegal and one you can't rely on. Now that I've learned a lot about investing, and I guess I shouldn't say I always thought this way because I did not, or I'd be probably triple to quadruple as wealthy as I am today. But I'm thinking now more of a sophisticated investor. I know I've got a lot to go, a lot to learn to really ultimately be in that class. But I think at three to five-year timeframes when I'm getting involved in high growth investments like Bitcoin or Ethereum, I pull back the, the, the camera and I say, okay, forget what's going to happen over the next two months or even the next two years. Over the next three and more likely five years, is this asset going to go significantly higher? So I look at the rate of adoption. I say, okay, will the rate of adoption on Bitcoin and things like Ethereum be significantly higher three to five years from now? And if that answer is a yes, then you buy it. As adoption ramps up, you'll see this explosive move in price. But along the way, it's going to be quite a bumpy ride. And so that's, you know, I want to take you through right now. In building your assets and your net worth, we want to let time do the heavy lifting. Imagine in 2012, you bought Tesla at $6 and somebody told you, look, sometime within the next 10 years, you're going to 200X your money and it'll be worth $1,200. But I can't tell you the exact date when that's going to happen. Also, what I can tell you is that during this process, you own the stock, you're going to lose 50% of your investment on paper multiple times, not once, multiple times. Now, I can't tell you how many times it's going to happen, but it's going to happen multiple times. Oh, by the way, you're going to go through periods where you're going to hold it for three years and the stock's going to do absolutely nothing. It's going to look like it's totally asleep at the wheel. But if you hold it over that 10-year period, you're going to make 200x your money. Now, obviously, nobody can do that because nobody's blessed with knowing what the future is going to be, but this is kind of the mental game I'm playing with myself in order to not get too caught up in the day-to-day -day movements of Bitcoin or Ethereum. So I say, look, I don't know on a day-to-day -day basis where this is going to go and trade, but I know five years from now, it's going to be significantly more valuable because significantly more people will be using it. And that has been true, and that will continue to be true. We've gone from 3 million Bitcoin users back in 2016 to 150 million plus users today. And over that period of time, we've seen as much as 160 times increase in the price of Bitcoin. Now, that's all ancient history. There's no going back. We missed that. Pretty much all of us missed that. I think you probably would not be listening to this podcast if you would have caught that wave, right? You'd already be mega wealthy and uh, you would be like, I don't really care anymore. So it's the future that we're concerned about. And I'm here to tell you that we are going to see 500,000 Bitcoin sometime in the next five years. And it's all going to be based on adoption. But let's talk about what the next five years may or may not look like and probably the May side. All right. If we look back at a chart of Tesla from 2011 to 2013, there were three years of sideways movement. It goes down here from three and up to seven and then crashes to four. And then it rallies back up again to seven and crashes back to four, rallies up to eight, goes back down to five, and then goes back up to eight. And now imagine you bought this at $7 in November of 2010. It's now November 2012, and it's $5.50. You're incredibly frustrated. This is very similar to what the Bitcoin chart looks like right now. 
This is where Tesla went sideways for three years, but it still ended up going to 1200. None of this action meant that it wasn't going to 1200, but think about all the stories you would be telling yourself during this period of volatility and sideways action. Oh, this is no good. This idea doesn't make sense. They've got no money. They're going to run out of money. Nobody's going to buy electric cars. All of this negative self-talk happens when you're in this sideways type of movement. So this is why you can't judge the quality of an idea by the price action. Because if the market were truly efficient, Tesla wouldn't have traded between four to seven multiple times during that period. The reality is the market is highly inefficient, especially when it comes to disruptive ideas, because many people are mentally lazy. They'll say, well, why do I need to look at EVs? We're making all this money in these other areas of the market. That's too hard to deal with. I'll do it another day. So that's what creates an opportunity for us, the individual investor. So now we're in 2014, 2017, and we get this huge move higher. You know, this is the stock runs to 53, it drops to 35, it runs to 58, drops to 36, runs to 57, drops to 28, runs to 53, drops to 35, yada, yada, right? Constant up and downs. And so people were panic selling, you know, right back up, right back down. And so this is why so often when panic is ripping through the markets, you want to buy more on that weakness if it makes sense for you financially, or just do nothing but hold it. Go enjoy your kids, maybe your grandkids, go play some golf, go spend some time with your friends, do something else, because there's nothing we can do about the movement. That's just part of the process. That's why we don't want to check it. We want to sit it and forget it. And that's just the, the, the nature of any asset that goes from being a small asset to a large asset. Any disruptive company or platform, the reason why you get this euphoria and then this panic is because the technology is not yet well understood. And you have people in there that are coming in either as momentum players or coming in thinking they're a believer in EVs, but they haven't really done the research to understand the technology and Tesla's position as a leader within that tech. And so then they see this massive spike down and they think, well, something must be wrong here and they sell off. And then it runs back up again and we get another sell off. So again, there was four years of additional sideways action. And then now we get to 17, 2017 to 2019. I mean, this is just ugly. It goes from 30 up to 77, you crash down to 48, back to 77, and now crash back to 35. <laughs> this is very similar to the, the Bitcoin chart looks like today. So then it goes sideways for another two years. A year later, it's in the hundreds. How is it that investing world could make such a huge valuation mistake with Tesla? How does that happen? All I can say is that, thank the Lord, it does happen because this is what creates opportunity in markets. And this is very similar to what we're going through with Bitcoin. It went to, you know, went up to 69K, crashed back down to, you know, low 30s, and now trading in the low 40s. I mean, I'm going to tell you, look, nothing's changed. This is still an amazing opportunity. If you've got more investable dollars, buy more Bitcoin. And I know that message may get monotonous. He must be thinking, Jack, you don't have anything else to say? Well, yeah, I've had plenty else new to say. But this is something that bears repeating. Our job is to take advantage of it. Our job is not to succumb to boredom. You know, if you're bored, if you're investing, like, like I said, go focus on earning more money. Go focus on delivering more value to your clients. Just let your assets be boring. They're supposed to be boring. If you're really in them for the long haul, if you're holding great assets for long periods of time, I mean, most of the time, they're probably going to be pretty boring. And then you're going to have small 
incredible quick run-ups that are exciting, but 95% of the time you're going to be bored. Our job is to take advantage and not succumb to the boredom, but it's also part of that big payoff. You know, this is what we got to stay focused on the mass adoption that Bitcoin is going through the amount of miners, Bitcoin miners that are holding their coins now is incredible. Most miners, including myself, I can speak to this and attest to it personally. We're holding our Bitcoin that are coming in from the mining operations. They're not being liquidated on the market. So supply is going to be shrinking steadily. Think about the incredible, insatiable demand that's coming to Bitcoin when the Bitcoin rewards credit cards really get fully unleashed to the market. I mean, you're talking about millions and hundreds of million dollars of Bitcoin that's going to be purchased from those rewards cards. I don't think there's any other asset in the world that's going to compound for you at this rate with as much certainty as Bitcoin. Okay. Now look, we're playing a different game here. Holding something that can go up 500 times is a mental game. My job is to find you great ideas, but it's also my job to help give you that mental framework. So you can be the person you need to be in order to be able to hold on to these assets. You have to change the way you view the world. I mean, literally just a couple of weeks ago, I was playing in my uh, high stake poker game. And one of the guys I was playing with said that he got, he just sold the Bitcoin because it wasn't doing anything. I'm like, what are you, are you kidding me? What are you doing? That's such a mistake. Like, oh God, that's, but you know, that's his, it's his deal. So what he wanted to do, I think that's terrible. I think that's a terrible, terrible decision. You know, and the part of the problem is we're constantly bombarded with messages from the traditional media, you know, all the time. They're giving you all these kinds of new decisions that you need to make all the time, you know? And remember, their whole job is selling advertising, getting eyeballs and clicks on their content. It's important to unhook from that and play a different game. We want to buy great assets and we want to let time do the heavy lifting for us because over time, our compounded annual growth rate is going to smoke anybody else's. We're going to destroy your own personal track record of trying to trade in and out of the next hot stock you know, for maybe three, four, five, or 10%. That's a loser's game. You can certainly allocate part of your capital to something like that, but not the bulk. The bulk of your capital should be in top tier assets that are going to compound your money at a high rate of return with a high degree of certainty over time. And in my opinion, Bitcoin and Ethereum fits that bill better than any other asset. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, Check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.